chapter eleven of the sign of the cross in the nineteenth century this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the sign of the cross in the nineteenth century by jean gamay eleventh letter december sixth the sign of the cross is a treasure which enriches us this is one of the reasons of its being it enriches us because it is an excellent prayer this is my dear friend as you have not forgotten the point of doctrine we have just established half the proof has already been given it is in the antiquity the universality the perpetuity of the sign of the cross in the midst of the shipwreck in which the idolatrous world allowed so many primitive revelations to be lost or damaged we see the sign of the cross floating on the surface what says this strange fact new to you incomprehensible to a great number but most reasonable to the christian accustomed to reflect it speaks eloquently of the high utility of the sign of the cross for man because it tells its powerful efficacy over the heart of god from reasoning let us proceed to facts the sign of the cross is a prayer a powerful universal prayer it is a prayer what is a man who prays he is one who confesses his indigence before god his intellectual moral and material indigence he is a beggar at the rich man's door now the beggar prays with his voice but more eloquently by his pale and emaciated face by his infirmities his tattered clothes and his attitude thus prayed on the cross the adorable mendicant of calvary in that state the son of god was more than ever the object of the infinite complacency of his father he himself tells us that that eloquent prayer more in action than in words was the powerful lever which drew all things to him what does a man do when he forms the sign of the cross either with his hand or by extending his arms he impresses upon himself the image of the divine mendicant he identifies himself with him it is jacob clothing himself with the garments of esau that he may obtain the paternal benediction what does he say to god by his attitude of faith humility and devotedness he says behold in me your christ respecti in faciem christi tui a prayer more eloquent than all the words that could be spoken it ascends says st ambrose and the alms descend ascendit di pracatio et descandit de miseratio such is the sign of the cross even without a formula it does not speak yet it says all it is a powerful prayer 
when an agent of the authorities a commissary of police mayor or gendarme lays his hand upon a culprit he says i arrest you in the name of the law in the words in the name of the law the guilty man sees the authority of his country the strength of the army the judges the king himself and he allows himself to be taken when then man threatened by danger assailed by doubts persecuted by temptation a prey to suffering and sickness pronounces these words of solemn authority in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost and while pronouncing them makes the sign by which the world has been redeemed and hell vanquished how can you explain the continued resistance of evil has not man fulfilled all the conditions of success is not god in some way obliged to intervene and by his intervention to glorify his name in the power of his christ the particular efficacy of the sign of the cross has never been doubted either by the church or by christian generations the gravest theologians teach even that the sign of the cross operates of itself and independently of him who makes it they give us several proofs i will cite only two the first is the custom of incessantly repeating the sign of the cross if it did not produce say they its effects of itself christians would have no reason for making use of it so frequently what good would it do to have recourse to it when a motion of the soul or any good action whatsoever would suffice to obtain or realize what they hope to obtain or realize by the sign of the cross the second rests on facts celebrated in history and of incontestable authenticity i will relate a few the first is that of julian the apostate a deserter from the true god that emperor becomes by an inevitable conclusion an adorer of the demon to learn the secrets of the future he seeks throughout greece for men in communication with the evil spirit a sorcerer presents himself who promises to satisfy his curiosity julian is conducted into a temple of the idols the conjurations are pronounced and the emperor sees himself surrounded by demons whose appearance fills him with terror by a gesture of thoughtless fear he makes the sign of the cross and the demons disappear the sorcerer complains and repeats his incantations the demons reappear julian forgets himself again and at the sign of the cross the spirits of darkness again take flight this fact related by saint gregory nazianzen theodoret and other fathers of the church caused great excitement in the east the second is better known in the west we have it from pope saint gregory 
the illustrious pontiff commences his relation by the following words the fact which i am about to relate is not doubtful for it had almost as many witnesses as the town of fondi numbered inhabitants a jew journeying from campania to rome by the appian way arrived at the small town of fondi it being very late he could find no lodging and went to pass the night in an old temple of apollo he felt afraid of that ancient dwelling of the demons and although not a christian took care to arm himself with the sign of the cross frightened at his solitude he remained awake until midnight suddenly he saw a troop of demons who seemed to be coming to pay homage to their chief who was seated at the head of the temple as they presented themselves he interrogated each in particular as to what he had done to lead men into sin all revealed to him their artifices in the midst of the discourse one advanced who related that he had succeeded in making the venerable bishop of the city feel the sting of a terrible temptation until now said he my labor was in vain but last evening i succeeded in making him give a slight tap on the shoulder of the holy woman employed in his house continue answered the ancient enemy of mankind continue and finish what you have begun and so great a victory shall bring you an extraordinary reward meanwhile the jew the witness of the spectacle could scarcely breathe in order to make him die of fear the president of the infernal assembly knowing of his presence ordered them to inform him who was that rash man who had dared to take shelter in the temple the evil spirits approached but seeing him marked with the sign of the cross cried out woe woe an empty vessel sealed ve ve vas vacuum et signatum at these words the infernal troop disappeared the jew on his side hastened to depart he hurried to the church where he found the venerable bishop calling him aside he related all that had happened to him and how he had learned of the slight tap given to his servant and what was the project of the demon surprised beyond measure the bishop immediately dismissed her and from that time forbade all persons of the other sex to enter his house he consecrated the old temple of apollo in honor of saint andrew and the jew was converted let us relate another fact we read in the ecclesiastical history of Nicephorus that under the emperor Maritius, Khosroes II, king of Persia, sent an embassy to Constantinople, and that all the Persians who composed it had the sign of the cross marked on their foreheads. The emperor asked them why it was that they bore a sign which they did not believe what you see on our foreheads said they is the testimony of a signal favor which we received some time ago 
a pestilence was ravaging our country and some christians advised us to mark the sign of the cross on our foreheads as a preservative against it we believed them and have been saved although nearly all our families were cut off by the scourge after these facts naturally follows the reflection of the great bishop of hippo which seems decisive in favor of the teachings of theologians we must not be surprised says he at the power of the sign of the cross when it is made by good christians since it has so much strength when employed by strangers who do not believe in it and this happens for the glory of the great king that we may remain within the limits of orthodoxy we must however add that the sign of the cross does not operate of itself purely and simply but inasmuch as is useful for our salvation and that of others it is the same with it as with certain other practices such as for example exorcisms to which no divine promise attaches effects infallible and unconditional i add that the piety of him who makes the sign of the cross contributes to its efficacy the sign is a silent invocation of jesus crucified consequently it is so much the more efficacious as it is made with greater fervor again the invocation with the heart or the mouth is so much the more likely to obtain its effect as the christian who makes it is more virtuous and more agreeable to the lord it is a universal prayer in one sense the sign of the cross may say like our saviour himself all power has been given to me in heaven and on earth here more than anywhere else we must my dear frederick reason with facts they are so numerous that the only difficulty is to choose among them all and each in its manner proclaim on one side the faith of our ancestors and on the other the empire of the sign of the cross over the visible and invisible worlds it provides for all the wants of both soul and body for his soul man has need of lights the sign of the cross obtains them saint porphyrius bishop of gaza is obliged to dispute with the manichaean woman in order to dispel by the clearness of his reasoning the darkness with which the unfortunate woman is surrounded he makes the sign of the cross and light shines on that darkened intellect julian the crowned sophist provokes a controversy with caesarius brother of saint gregory nazianzen the generous athlete enters the lists armed with the sign of the cross to an enemy perfect in the art of warfare and skilful in his manner of reasoning he opposes the standard of the word and the spirit of lies is caught in his own snares saint cyril of jerusalem so powerful in words and deeds orders recourse to be had to the sign of the cross 
every time that he is to engage in combat with the pagans and he assures them that they shall be reduced to silence in the temporal order no less than in the spiritual divine lights are necessary to man they also are obtained by the sign of the cross the emperors of the east the successors of constantine when they had to speak before the senate always began by the sign of the cross as we have already seen st louis before discussing in council the affairs of his kingdom always conformed himself to this most ancient and religious practice if after the example of the greatest princes who have governed the world the emperors and kings of the nineteenth century should have recourse to the sign of the cross do you think that affairs should be in a worse state than they are as for me i am as convinced as i am of my own existence that they would be much better are not those who govern now as much in need of light as those who governed in former times do they pretend to find it elsewhere than in him who is its source do they know of a means more certain to invoke him with success do not all ages bear witness to its efficacy does not the church which ought to be their oracle continue to proclaim it is there a council a conclave or a religious assembly that is not begun with the sign of the cross do the catholic priests faithful inheritors of tradition ever speak from the pulpit without being armed with this sign of strength and light in this they observe the precept of the ancient fathers make the sign of the cross says saint cyril of jerusalem and you will speak fac hoc signum et loqueris what i have said of kings my dear friend must be said of all those who are charged with teaching others is not the incarnate word of god of science and of all sciences the professor of professors the master of masters if the sign of the cross presided over all the lessons that are now given over all the books that are now printed do you think we would be inundated as we are with errors sophistry false ideas and incoherent systems whose incontestable result is to cause the modern world to sink again into that intellectual darkness from which christianity has drawn it for his soul man needs strength the sign of the cross is the fruitful source of it look at your illustrious ancestors the martyrs from what did they seek the courage to triumph in their heroic combats from the sign of the cross generals of armies centurions soldiers magistrates senators patricians and plebeians children and aged men matrons and young virgins all were careful when descending into the arena to cover themselves with this invisible armor 
insuperabili christianorum armatura come with me i will name a few to you in caesarea see that generous martyr who walks in the place of execution surrounded by an immense concourse of people it is the centurion gordius see him calm and collected arming his forehead with the sign of the cross what is that town in armenia situated in the midst of snows and on the borders of a frozen lake it is sebaste behold coming here in the evening forty men bound with cords and stripped of their garments who are being dragged to the midst of the lake condemned to pass the night there who are they forty veterans of the army of licinius a superhuman force of resistance is so much the more necessary because on the shore warm baths are prepared for those who will apostatize they make the sign of the cross and an heroic death comes to crown their courage we have seen the young agnes as a living sign of the cross amidst the flames behold other christian virgins born like her in the golden age of the martyrs the first is saint thecla illustrious by her birth more illustrious by her faith the executioners have seized upon her they conduct her to the funeral pile she mounts it with a firm step makes the sign of the cross and remains calm and tranquil in the midst of the flames at the same moment the rain descends in torrents the flames are extinguished and like the children of babylon the young heroine comes forth from the fire without one hair of her head being injured the second is saint euphemia no less celebrated than the first upon the orders of the judge the instruments of torture are made ready in an instant the young virgin is about to be stretched on the wheel she makes the sign of the cross and advances towards the frightful engine bristling with iron spikes she gazes on it without any terror and by that glance causes it to fly into fragments look again we stand in one of the roman praetoriums so often crimsoned with the blood of our fathers so often the witnesses of their sublime answers and their heroic constancy it is during the persecutions of decius you know that sanguinary emperor that execrable animal as lactantius calls him execrabile animal decius before the judge stands a band of christians the accuser comes according to custom to charge them with all sorts of crimes they are already condemned they know it what do they do raising their eyes to heaven they make the sign of the cross and say to the proconsul you shall see that we are neither cowardly nor faint-hearted were i to continue this list i should have to cause the innumerable army of martyrs to pass before you in review 
there is not one of those valorous soldiers of the crucified who in going to combat did not bear the standard of his king let it suffice to name a few saint julian and saint pontian saint constant and saint crescent saint isadore saint nazarius and saint celsus saint maximinus saint alexander saint sophia and her three daughters saint paul and saint juliana saint cyprian and saint justina taken from all countries and all conditions they bear witness that it was a universal custom among the martyrs to arm themselves with that sign of strength before entering the lists with men with beasts or with the elements but better still fearing that the weight of the chains would prevent them from forming the sign of the cross they ask the christians their brethren or the priests their fathers to arm them with the victorious sign corribonus converted to the faith by the martyr st eleutherius goes himself into the amphitheatre to seek the crown of martyrdom pray for me says he to his father in jesus christ and arm me with the sign of the cross the same with which you have armed felix the general glyceria the noble daughter of a father thrice consul is seized and cast into a narrow prison the first act she performs on seeing herself in the hands of her enemies is to beg the holy priest philocratus to make the sign of the cross on her forehead the priest grants her desire saying may this sign of the crucified fulfill all your desires they are all accomplished the young heroine descends into the amphitheatre at the moment she is about to gather the palm of victory she turns towards the christians who mingle with the crowd and says with all the spirit of a warrior about to die for his flag brethren sisters children fathers and all you who hold to me the place of a mother beware watch over yourselves and consider well who is the emperor whose mark and sign is engraved on our foreheads you have heard it in the sign of the cross all the martyrs sought for strength and would they have looked for strength from a non-entity would the great emperor for whom they died have allowed them to remain in an incurable illusion if any one believes this let him give his proofs i shall write again soon end of letter eleven